hosted by Bobby Enright. Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright. So today we're going to speak about the top dietary tips that you need to think about and adhere to for, for a better body and a better physique. So when you're trying to we'll say change body composition, build lean tissue, um, just change the way you look, feel and perform. There's a couple of key things we need to think of and these are essential uh, practices that you need, to, you need to start to think about and start creating habits around to really build that body that you really, really want. And especially when you're trying to put on some lean tissue, trying to just get better at basically um, performing, look better, feel better and just on all in all change your physique. So the first thing we kind of talk about, and again, you've heard it a million times, is drink more water. Um, Again, filtered water is better because there's less toxic chemicals and avoid avoid plastics if you can. So kind of what you're looking at here is somewhere around two two to three liters per day at a kind of a baseline. And then the more you train, the more volume you do, the more type of sessions you do in the week. If you're doing six, seven sessions, you need to be aiming for upwards of between three and five liters per day so i would definitely definitely look at that so water intake is massively important guys we know the body is made up of over 65 percent water so the amount of benefits it's going to have in terms of hydration and performance and basically body comp is absolutely huge so drinking more water should be the first priority for you if you want to change your body the next thing you look at is protein intake one of the most important factors we talk about is eating protein and making sure you're having adequate fiber intake so when you when you want build lean tissue it requires adequate protein research has kind of shown somewhere around one gram per pound of body weight as a healthy and necessary amount for maintenance and growth and that's kind of where you need to be thinking of you can also add in if you want to through the day um some branched chain amino acids now you could just add them into your water and, and that will ensure that your body is is tipping the scales of muscle protein synthesis every few hours which is what we want mps you're spiking uh, that that pathway and mps is responsible for muscle building so we need to have that spike through the day now again it's just adequate feedings of protein through the day get a protein figure base it on one gram per pound of body weight and then just split it amongst however many meals and have these equal servings um, if you want if you are taking a little bit higher protein intake you can add a digestive enzyme it will just aid digestion um within the body when you're breaking down that protein so something that can be can be very very important so protein intake guys the building blocks of our our, our, our muscle tissue it's made up of amino acids we need that coming into our body to spike that mps response we we get from training we want that spike every few hours to really really maximize our body's opportunity and ability to build lean tissue and carbohydrates one of our next next features is carbohydrates and this is really really important when we look at carbohydrates carbohydrates are for fueling performance one of the most important things in the body is performance and again the fuel sources that are being used predominantly in your weight training in your cardiovascular work both aerobic and anaerobic there is carbohydrates present all the time so uh, basically what you should be thinking of is when your activities are higher you increase your carbohydrate intake when your activities are lower you decrease your carbohydrate intake so that's really important. If you're a leaner physique, so somebody that's kind of up and down physique, a lot leaner, you can definitely tolerate a higher carbohydrate intake. Um, and if you are lean and train hard, a good starting point for you would be one gram per pound of body weight for carbohydrates. If you're not so lean and you you you're, you don't train as hard, so you carry more body fat, you're not training really as hard. I'm talking about over over. 
say four to six, seven sessions per week, you could start with half that figure. 0.5 of a gram per pound of body weight would be a good way to start with a baseline intake of carbohydrates. And again, you need to earn these. So you're putting most of your carbohydrate intake around your training window to maximize performance, to maximize recovery. One of the most important factors. Don't be putting carbohydrates in when you're eating, uh, watching Netflix at night, eating a pizza. Um, so we don't really need it at that time. And we give the body what it needs when it needs it. So really, really important. And when it comes to carbohydrate sources, I would always preface on the side of whole grain carbohydrate sources. So we want to get carbohydrate sources that are higher in fiber. Really, really important. So when we look at that, we talk, talk about brown rice, we talk about quinoa, we talk about couscous, we talk about wholemeal fresh pasta, we talk about whole grain breads and, 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 and that kind of um, family, your pitas and your wraps, if you're bringing these into your diet. And again, you're looking at like the sweet potato, white potato, very, very good fiber, fibrous uh, sources of carbohydrate. And again, going to be very, very good keeping you full. And the next thing we need to look at then is fat quality and fats are hugely important. High quality animal fats, olive oil, avocados, coconut oil, Brazil nuts, macadamia nuts, and some almonds should predominantly be in your diet. Um, and again, if you're not, um, if you're a vegan or vegetarian, you need to get a lot of your sources again from the avocados, the oils, um, getting it from your nuts, your seeds, uh, very, very important. And again, you're going to have, uh, um, with, with fat sources, it's really, really important that you really think about um, what you're taking in in terms of fat and the quality of fat don't fear fat fat needs to be present to absorb our minerals and vitamins a d e and k and also is present needs to be present within our cells to help to um, store and utilize carbohydrate as well fat is a massive player when it comes to hormonal function and re regulating your hormone hormonal functions and also looking after your hair your skin your nails your complexion and just generally your overall feeling very very important and also we know fat is a fuel source as well and can be used as a fuel source um, so we need a certain amount of fat in our diet and we need to really think about our poly and monounsaturated fats like i said olive oils avocados brazil nuts macadamia nuts walnuts getting our chia seeds linseeds oily fish would be really important as well here and uh, animal fats as well of course like your steaks and all that kind of stuff and again getting some uh, fats from eggs fantastic source of fat as well so really important you think about your fat sources guys and then you have to think about your micronutrients prioritizing micronutrients because uh, anyone that says nutrition is all about macros is is incorrect uh, there is much more uh, to health and performance and even losing fat by just hitting your macros you have to have your micro content in there so you would want to neglect this you have to look at what's comes so your priority to prioritizing foods that are diverse in micronutrients and phytonutrients like organic meats multicolored vegetables fibrous veg a wide variety of fruits and again when it comes to kind of giving you tips on vegetables i would suggest about four to six servings a day of 75 grams per serving for vegetables leafy greens and mixed veg and then when it comes to fruit two servings per day of about 150 grams per serving is a good kind of way to start um, and get them into your diet and kind of know that you are uh, consuming enough and then the next thing you're looking at low inflammatory foods looking at foods that don't inflame the gut like natural organic whole foods very very important because if you're if you are eating pro-inflammatory foods like gluten and soy and grains they could be uh, pro-inflammatory to your body like dairy and 
corn and vegetable oils and uh, fluoride and, and, and chlorine and fat um, also far as um, all these can be pro-inflammatory so you need to just think about that um, it is a, con- a controversial subject and there's a massive difference of opinion here but processed foods um are, 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 are the body really struggles to break these down because of the the, the actual makeup of the food there's a, there can be a lot of maybe hydrogenated oils in there maybe some trans fats in there there could be a high content of um saturated fat in in a lot of these foods so we tend to eat a lot of this style foods in our current diet so it's really important you low you look at your foods that are, are going to be low inflammatory foods that are going to process well through the body the body is able to break them down utilize them for energy or storage whatever is needed within within the body's function and really really aid digestion as such because that is a huge huge thing i mean when it comes to just consuming the right foods that your body loves it creates a better appetite control better mental clarity better joint health a better hrv as well your your sympathetic and parasympathetic pathway a better recovery and increased energy and focus and these are all coming from good quality whole grain foods wholesome foods that are low inflammatory stress massive um thing in people's um bodies they need to you really need to think about this stress disrupts digestion can lead to leaky gut it can drive up inflammation it can drive up your hrv um there's several different and because your body has it has to adapt to this stress so you're looking at things like if you are tracking your hrv you can look at okay where's my hrv at the moment and remember hrv is your autonomic nervous system we have a parasympathetic or rest and digest and, and sympathetic tone or fight or flight uh, hrv measures the, the rhythm between your heartbeat and that kind of gives you an overall picture of where your body is on waking or what state it's in so again if you're finding that you're in that more sympathetic drive a lot of the time you need to implement things like aerobic training meditation maybe breathing yoga um stuff like that can be very very parasympathetic driven so especially the aerobic training low level aerobic work is very parasympathetic so stress is always subject to perception so the body and mind are uh, intrinsically linked so so the key thing here is just looking at where you are saying to yourself is it true stress and what's my sleep like what's my resting heart rate rate like what's my hrv like and start to work on that and manage that try to look at the outside stresses that are causing this and just try to manage that um is really really important uh, so the in, in the next thing which is really important is just getting enough vitamin d because we live in a climate where we've an awful doom and gloom climate so we don't get a lot of natural sunlight and sun is so important sun exposure exposure um it affects your body's ability to ability to use nutrients when you're not getting enough it reduces recovery inflammation so improved improving your vitamin d status um will improve your utilization of carbohydrates so ideally you want to get about 10 minutes of sunshine in your eyes in the morning um and throughout the day then if you can get out as much as possible so another thing we can do as well as we can supplement with, with some good quality vitamin d um and and, and around about 4000 i use a day is kind of preferable for more most people so but a good habit is just to get out in the morning sunshine get out natural light even if the sun isn't shining just get out in some natural light in the morning and just expose yourself to it it can have huge huge benefits then you look at the likes of the world supplement world and and can we look at supplements in terms of can they make a help us to change body composition there's not a lot of 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 research behind supplements certain supplements are more researched than others creatine monohydrate or creatine as such is probably one of the most researched supplements and we know that when we're lifting weights and we're doing performance based sports that are are very um creatine phosphate driven think of explosive power creatine has shown some very very positive uh, things here so uh, it's we'd say 
having a five gram scoop of creatine per day, especially if you're doing a lot of resistance training, can be very, very important and can help with performance. And then we look at it like if a, or a cinch amino acids, uh, especially leucine. Um, supplementing with some EAs in, in intra-workout can be pro- possibly something you you could get a benefit from. Um, electrolytes, always your sodium is not as bad as it was once believed. So sodium is something we, we don't want to neglect. We want to look at our sodium potassium balance. There's a very, very good electrolyte supplement from Supplement Needs, which I would recommend. It's fantastic. And just looking at getting some um, good quality foods into our diet. We can get an awful lot of these deficiencies or where we look look to um, supplements we can get an awful lot from our foods but again i would probably suggest creatine eas and some electrolytes is probably it to be honest and beyond that then when we talk about supplements for for, for basically health um possibly magnesium zinc and a multivitamin a vitamin d and a fish oil will be kind of the basis of what i would kind of look at with, with clients magnesium for recovery it's going to be massive and it really aids recovery from a definitely a, a heavy workload of training and also can aid sleep as well there's been some research around that zinc as well helps to absorb um vitamin c into the body so it's very very beneficial to you and a good quality multivitamin and, and, and obviously, if you're in a climate like here, um, vitamin D can be beneficial. And again, we tend to eat an awful lot of omega-6 style foods. So we need a kind of a ratio of 6 to 1, omega-3 to omega-6. So again, we supplementing with something like an omega-3 supplement that's, that has a high EPH and DHA um, content in it is really, really important. So that's what I would suggest there. And I mean, beyond that, like so caffeine can be, can be something that can be um, beneficial for sports performance because we know uh, it's something that's tested, tried and tested and, you know, something that you can really um, use or utilize pre-training. Um, so caffeine would be one of the other ones. But beyond that in supplementation, I wouldn't be re- maybe a whey protein isolate if you need some in your diet. Just it helps you to maybe post-training can be a very convenient thing to just get your protein intake in. So beyond that with supplements, that's what my tips would be there in terms of supplementation. Then you're looking at digestion and you're obviously looking at something that will support good digestion because what you're, you, what you, you are what you eat. So you want to be able to absorb and assimilate food. So prioritize digestion is most important by slowing down your eating process, increasing your chewing and, 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 and really help yourself. And you can also consider if you are taking in bigger carbohydrate meals post-workout, something like a digestive enzyme can be really, really beneficial and really important as well, just to help the body to break the food down. Um, eating a diverse diet of high quality plants, fibers, meats, fats will support a healthy microbiome and support a well-balanced mind and body. And that's really important. So again, the quality of the food supports our microbiome supports our gut is, is is going to be less inflammatory and is really going to help um you to build a better body and that's going to be the biggest thing when it comes to changing your body composition is thinking about all these steps and i've t- talked about um and, and thinking about how you can implement these in your diet you might be on a calorie and an energy balance you might be saying okay I'm, I'm taking the box there i'm training a couple of times a week i'm hydrating about two liters a day and i'm doing some aerobic work so why am, why is my body changing maybe the environment maybe the food that's coming into that environment isn't at the right place maybe digestion isn't right you, you maybe your hrv is, is is taking a little bit of a battering you're more of a sympathetic drive all the time so it's just taking a bigger look and looking at these kind of 10 to 11 tips that you can kind of break down your own um your own journey and really break down okay what needs to be um done and what do i need to change and once you take that bigger 
that step back and look at that bigger picture, it makes such a difference uh, in terms of what you um, what you're doing, and you really start to see. Okay, I need to prioritize this, and I need to say, okay, if I change this, this is going to make a huge difference to me, and that's a huge, huge advantage because you start to self-analyze yourself, you start to audit your own diet, and then you will see true results, and that's really, really important. So I, I, I would suggest that you really start to take a look now at your own dietary needs, your own foods coming in, everything that you you are currently intaking. And then basically you can start to make these small changes and then you will see a true difference to your body composition, your true difference to the way you look. You're, you're still consuming the same energy balance, but you've changed the blueprint of the food coming in. You've really taught about your digestion. You've taught about inflammation. You've taught about your sleep. You've taught about HRV. You've taught about the diversity within your diet. You've looked at your HRV from a training standpoint as well. Are you overtraining? They're overreaching a little bit. Um, from your aerobic pathway, are you, are you aerobically fit? Because we know that's going to be a, a very, very good baseline for the body to utilize carbohydrates to utilize fat as fuel so we need to have a good aerobic base so maybe you're doing too much high intensity training maybe you need to pull that back and do a small bit of aerobic work for a block um and again it's just it's just a self-analysis really and it's just kind of getting that happy medium because i think a lot of the time we're trying to look better feel better and change our body composition but the whole problem is that we're not actually looking at the bigger picture and not looking at the intricate details of our diet we have to look a bit deeper it's not all about just calories that we have to stay within energy balance to suddenly change our body composition the quality of the food coming in makes a massive difference to the way you look because the better the quality coming in the better the performance going out and that means you're going to go to the gym and perform better that means you're going to contract muscle better that means you're going to, be able to sustain workload better that means you're going to, be able to recover better that means your whole performance spectrum has improved massively and that's going to be the biggest biggest driver of change when you want to look better and you want to feel better and you want to change your body composition so hopefully that was helpful guys and hopefully you can take a couple of tips from this and you can you can utilize and say okay I can do a self-analysis on myself, a self-audit, and then just take a step back, write down where you feel you could improve, and then just implement one at a time and start to build it up. It could be simple as the nutrition. It could be your protein intakes. It could be your carbohydrate sources. It could be your fiber. It could be your fats. Um, it could be your HRV. It could be sleep. It could be your, your supplementation. Whatever it may be within that list, you pick one and put it into action in the week. And then the next week, pick another one, pick another and slowly build up. Um, so you're getting the, the, that blueprint really where it needs to be again guys i hope everybody is well and having a great week if you need anything at all or any questions you would like to reach out you can catch get me on direct message me on instagram coach.bobbyinwright or you'll get us on our social media pages as well at peakperformance.academy so if you have any questions at all um, if you would want any any coaching, uh, we have, we're fully available for coaching, both in training, nutrition. We do contest prep, uh, f- we do um, photo shoot prep, and we also do um, body composition. So if you want to lose weight or anything you want to do, we are here to help. And it's just a matter of you reaching out, starting your journey, and just setting yourself up for success long term. Hopefully you have a fantastic week, guys. Thanks a million again for listening to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host, Bobby Enright.